Hey, it's your boy Harith Ja. How you doing? And welcome to the Harith Ja podcast coming to you on Thursday, 10th December 2020. I've got a fun episode for you today where I handle some uh, listener questions. I've been asked uh One of my listeners wanted to date a gold digger and then wanted some advice. So that's coming up in the end. And right after that, I'm going to do um, ASEAN News, Thailand. But for now, hey, here's an interesting fact. Uh, every woman I've ever watched the movie Borat with, you know, my name Borat, Yigzimesh. Every woman I've watched that movie with falls very deep in love with me. Now, I've dated a lot of women and the ones the ones I haven't watched Borat with didn't fall in love with me. And here's the interesting thing. I watched Borat with them like really early on. And yeah, just twice in my life. And I, I don't know, I can't isolate any other reason <laughs> this woman fell in love with me except for Borat. So I don't know, go fucking try it. Let me know. You're dating a girl. It's kind of new, kind of fresh. Watch Borat and then let me know in a few months what happens. I don't know. Is it fucking, is there something about watching a guy in a g-string leotard that just makes a woman fall in love with the next man she sees there's nothing sexy in particular about that movie except maybe fucking pamela anderson oh geez i do understand how she was the sex symbol for the longest time and you know what i think it is here's what i think it is i think it's because at the time fake boobies became a thing And like people didn't really know how to differentiate between what was real, what was fake. And then like people don't get turned off by fake boobies as much as they do now. Whenever I check with my boys, you know, especially the Asian boys, you know, they don't give a damn how big your boobies are. Big boobies are like a great plus. But, you know, it's not essential from what I can see. Asian boys, they have an emphasis on, okay, this is me spitting facts, okay? This is true. They when it comes to long-term dating, it seems like they would prefer if the girl has a pretty face. Okay, long-term dating, she could be fucking flat, no curves whatsoever. But if she has a pretty face, like that's long-term dating material right there. Don't ask me why I'm not like that, but it's just uh, Asian boys. They like they like that. Now, when it comes to like lust, you know, like sexy, like mm, what turns them on? Yeah, sure. Like big boobs, big butt. That's a nice bonus for a lot of Asian men. But what I noticed was they like legs. Yeah, nice slim legs. They like the they like the thigh gap. They don't like it so much when the girl has like big like squat thighs you know the thick thighs the like the obviously she's got quads so she squats the problem with asian women right when they squat it's either genetics or they squat wrong but like the ass tends to get lagged as in they lag behind the thighs so the i don't know what it is the way asians squat like uh, maybe i have this problem too like the thighs get more developed and then the ass like lags behind 
there are a lot of Asian bodybuilding women I notice have this problem wherein their ass is defined but not as like fucking swole as their thighs. So Asian men, for whatever reason, don't like the the big muscle thighs. They're like a stick stick skinny woman and big boobs are a bonus. I don't know why I'm talking about this. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, Pavela Anderson. Fucking Maria Ozawa was huge for a long time. She didn't have fake breasts, but they weren't fucking huge at the same time. Remember that? Growing up, boys. How old are my audience? Oh, I've seen my analytics. Most of the people are around my age. Uh, I got some young people listening to like 18-year-olds. Do you guys know who Maria Ozawa is? <laughs> Fuck uh, Shit like that Makes me feel fucking old Like if I make a Maria Zawa reference And a kid has no idea Who the fuck I'm talking about I'd be like Really? Are you kidding me? Asa Akira? No? <laughs> Alright um, Let's see What else was sexy about Borat? Do you remember the scene When he was uh, Fighting naked With his assistant What was that guy's name? Azabig? Az- Borat friend okay I just googled Borat's friend let me see what comes up Azamat Bagatov (laughs) yeah so maybe it's the scene where two naked men fight each other they were literally running around a hotel with dildos I don't know does that make women fall in love with me is any of this making sense guys I don't fucking know but, you know, this might be a thing we could start, you or a meme or whatever. Just fucking watch Borat with your girl and then you let me know. But, you know, if you really want to know how to turn on your girl without any effort, this is what I recommend, okay? This works all the time. If you and your girl are in a rut and you want to get the wop, you want to get the juices flowing, I swear to God... <laughs> Watch the Fifty Shades stuff. Any Fifty Shades, okay? Oh my God. You do this and the driest, the dap, turns into a wap. Like suddenly, out of nowhere. And like the dap, and and then the wap, the wap needs some kind of release and you are the release. Hear me out. I've watched this, uh, the, the series, right? Every time I watch it with a woman, like something happens to her, like something wakes up, you know, like She-Wolf fucking Shakira, like, <laughs> I, I used to be in a relationship where the drive was not equal quite a while back, quite a while back. And getting our libidos to match was always an issue. But I remember this one time, we just watched fucking Fifty Shades of Grey and then she just wakes up. Mm-hmm. Forget the dinner date, forget compliments, forget flowers, forget cards, forget being her bitch, forget doing the cleaning up, forget doing the fucking laundry, okay? Forget abs. Watch softcore porn. That's what you gotta do. I swear. And I feel like... um. There's a recent one on Netflix that's something like Fifty Shades of Grey, but I can't fucking remember what it was. Let me see. Fifty Shades Netflix version. There's another one. Mm, Can't fucking find it, guys. 
Bear with me, bear with me. Ah, so it's European. It's a European one. I watched it recently. Damn it, I see the pictures. What's what's the fucking name of this? The guy was po- Aha, 365. That's the name. 365 on Netflix. Yo, I watched that with my girl. We couldn't even finish half of it because it was just so goddamn sensual. As a guy watching it, I was like, man, but like the excitement in the girl's eyes, you know, as you watch it. I think what it does is like, you know, when a guy watches porn, it gets him excited. These kinds of movies are like the woman's porn, you know? They they get excited from what I can see from the excitement of watching a girl be dominated by a guy who's just not in her league let's face it you watch Fifty Shades you watch 365 the guy can get any fucking girl he wants but he chooses this fucking average supposedly average looking girl invites her into his world and lets him like dominates her first and then she starts to fucking dominate that's every girl's wet dream gets her excited and then you can get excited that being said guys don't use that as a hack fucking work on yourself work towards becoming that billionaire and you know what maybe you don't need the movies all right i don't know as i was talking about this right i get a really weird nagging just a nagging gut feeling that one of my closest friends best friends fucked my ex-girlfriend (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know, this is random, but in the middle of doing this podcast, I don't know what it is. It's just a fucking random feeling. And if there's anything that I've learned to trust throughout my life and gentlemen, <clears throat> ladies especially, but everybody here, listen to your gut. Most of the time, it just knows what's right. And if you want to know what I mean by gut, it's just your intuition. It's not literally in your stomach. Women in the audience, In my experience, women's guts are the most accurate thing ever. It's like, if I ever want to know whether something is true, like, are they dating? Who likes who? Does she like him? I just ask a girl to, like, observe. And I ask her, what's your gut feeling? And, like, what she tells me is usually accurate most of the fucking time. Guys, you can use this as a cheat code. If you want to know whether a girl likes you, get one of your other friends who's a girl and just be like, hey, do you think this this chick is into me? More often than not, the answer you get back will be the correct answer. This is a fucking superpower that women don't even know they have. So guys, I encourage you to utilize it to your advantage. And you know what? Don't be a dick about it either. Don't just use girls. If you like borrow their... If you borrow their gut senses... I encourage you to share back with your crazy senses because you know what, men, if you've dated a bit, if you've dated a bit, you kind of know what a crazy bitch is all about and then you you get kind of a crazy filter. If you're a virgin, don't bother paying back this way. But if you've dated a while, offer back, hey, tell me if this chick likes me. And wait, what the fuck am I talking about? Why the hell would a, would a girl want to know whether another bitch is crazy? <laughs> Why the fuck would she ask you? Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. This is what you offer back in return. What you offer back in return is like, I think a guy knows when another guy's a fuckboy. Like, it's just one of those things. So just offer her that service. Okay, tell me if this bitch likes me and I'll tell you who's a fucking fuckboy. Because ladies, 
if there's anything you don't have a problem with, it's getting potential leads, you know? There's always options for you guys who are interested in you, guys you can date, but you never quite know who's just there for the pee-pee touch and who's there interested in building a long-term relationship with you. So, if you want to build a long-term relationship, you can ask any of your guy friends, is this guy being a fuckboy? At the same time, uh, wait, where was I going with this? At the same time, if you don't want a long-term relationship, you just want a pee-pee touch, you can still use the guy. Like this, You can ask your guy friends and be like, does this potential guy have feelings for me or does he just want to touch my pee-pee? Because I know some of you ladies want to get your freak down, but you don't want the guy to stay and develop feelings and get attached. Guys can be useful for that reason as well. All right, I think I'm doing well so far. Not bad, 12 minutes in. How you doing, guys? Are you having a good time? Have you been enjoying my podcasts? If you have, find a way to let me know. If you're my friend, send me a WhatsApp or Instagram message. If, if, if uh, you want to ask any questions about dating or life in general, please feel free to write in at harithjaofficial at gmail.com. That's harithjaofficial at gmail.com. Email is also in the description. Okay, I've got a story of like how I used to be really annoying when I was younger. This is what I would do to my best friend. (laughs) I'm not even joking. So I'd be like, hey man, what's two plus two? And at the time, I, I, I must have been around 10 or 11 years old. So I'd be like, hey, what's two plus two? And my friend would be like, four. Oh, four, obviously. And then I'd be like, no, 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 no. Dude, dude, just say eight. What's two plus two? It's four, man. No, no, just trust me. Say that the answer is eight. Just, just, just follow me, man. Just say that the answer is eight. All right, let's do this one more time, all right? Okay, what is two plus two? And then my friend would be like, oh, eight. And then I would start running around the class screaming, ah, idiot, idiot. Guys, guys, when I asked this person what's two plus two, he said four. And then my friend would be like, no, no, he told me to say that. Don't believe him. (laughs) Oh, I was such a little shit. Was that just the most stupid fucking pointless story ever? Did you even like that story? Hey, everybody, I'm wasting your time. You could be listening to BFM, but here you are. Oh, my God. I got so many stories of how I was a cringy little shit back then. Man, I used to have a, I, I used to have this uh, girlfriend, okay? My first girlfriend was when I was nine years old. And I remember buying her this flower, and the flower was made of glass, uh, rhinestone, I think. It was very pretty. And it was big, like the size of my f- fucking palm right now. And uh, so I spent something like 200 ringgit buying it. In US dollars, what is that? Maybe $50? Yeah. Which is a lot of money for a nine-year-old, wouldn't you say? And when I bought it... Uh, the packaging got kind of fucked. So what I did was I took a shoebox, uh, not a shoebox, uh, some kind of box. And then I literally colored it with crayon. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> when I gave her the box, right, her hand would get kind of fucking like stained. I don't know if stain is the right word, but smudged with crayon, like to the point where her entire hands would be like the color of red and pink. And they were so stupid. 
So she takes a fucking flower out and she's like, wow, it's so pretty. I love it so much. I'm so happy. She puts it back in the box. And then as we walk away, she kind of holds it at a weird angle. The box didn't close properly. So the glass just fucking drops out. Bang! Shatters all over the floor. 200 ringgit down the drain and she felt terrible. That being said... After that, she was a super attentive girlfriend. I don't even know what that fucking means at nine years old. But <laughs> uh, just to dispel any like worries in the audience, we did not pee-pee touch or anything. That would have been gross. Like all we fucking did was like walked around. I was even scared to hold her hands. I just liked being near her. I wanted to kiss her cheek, kiss her mouth. It was so disgusting. <laughs> But whatever that means, I just remember her being really sweet, really attentive. And man, it was so interesting because a lot of guys liked her. And I was always constantly like fighting them off, being jealous. My God, I spent like one hour a day talking on the phone with her. Remember those phones that were attached to the wall? I'd be sitting there all day. And then every month, my mom would like fucking yell at me about the... My mom would yell every month at me about the phone bill. Like I was spending a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money just talking to my girlfriend about what would have probably been the most stupid shit ever. I don't know what the fuck we talked about. I honestly can't fucking remember. But I didn't care. I, I didn't care. I wasn't paying the bill. I was a bit of a shit. And I can honestly say I was super, super into her beautiful thing about that story is uh she eventually ended up becoming my best friend which is um which is a really nice story but late recently we've lost touch uh, i don't feel that way about her anymore but you know i still love her huge part of my life first girlfriend the best smelling woman i've ever heard <laughs> i've ever smelt is that a weird thing to say about a woman i've never met a woman who smells as good as her like she she could have just finished pe and she smelled fucking amazing I don't know what that's about. Oh, about that story. So, something really interesting about this particular ex, right? Many, many, many years later, I hooked up with her. And, wow, was that interesting. That was really interesting because when we were together as nine-year-olds, like, it was it was all innocent, right? And we were together, we were official. And then we became adults. And then I met her up for a while. I won't say where, because it might give away who she is. But fuck, like, it was awesome. <laughs> so we were together, broke up, friends, best friends, lost touch, uh, reconnected, hooked up. And it was one of the best... Of best experiences personally it's like so confusing to see how we changed because she became like a full grown very sexual human being and uh, that just juxtaposition you know just being my first sweetheart to like hello let's hook up it's such a contrast and Oh man, it just goes to show, guys, if there's any woman who you view as a fucking angel, you know, just like won't touch peepees, is not the kind of girl who goes for one night stands, bruh, fuck 
that fuck that fuck that in this modern modern age right religion and societal pressure just doesn't have as much as a hold anymore i can't tell you how many girls i know who are super religious but hoe around and you know what good for them i'm not trying to shame them for hoeing around though it's just that guys i just want you to throw away that idea that women are just pure i mean it's not fucking 1950 anymore okay Women are going to touch peepees. So, and you need to be comfortable with that. You need to comfort- be comfortable with the idea that whatever girl you're with, no matter how innocent she may look, how innocent she may look, no matter what, she's probably like choked on some guy's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Get her to brush her teeth. Bith, bitch, use this mouthwash. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself, yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of small people, my younger brother is giving me shit, man. He's 17 years old. He's busting my balls every time I come down. He's like, hey, motherfucker. You stupid. And, and and I'm like, I can't get mad, right? Because even though I'm the older brother, you know, I would want some kind of respect. Uh, I know that getting mad is not the way to get the respect. So I have to bust his balls back whenever he calls me stupid. I'd be like, your mom's stupid. And then he's like, yep, I can't doubt that. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes just to piss him off, I'd be like, your mom had sex. <laughs> Just stuff like that. Me and my younger brother, we don't have like a sweet, sweet relationship anymore. But we're not fighting either. It's super interesting how men... It's super interesting how men kind of bond. You know, growing up, I always tried to be nice. But I've always become closer to my guys when I give them shit. Men in the crowd, can you relate? You know, when you just give your bros shit. Hey, fuck you lah. You're getting fat, you fat fuck. What the fuck are you doing? When you talk to your guys like that, it's like so endearing. It's like how men show love. And I don't think it's toxic masculinity, man. If you want to make fun of your guy friends, just fucking do it and learn how to do it tastefully. How do you do it tastefully? If you want to learn how to do that tastefully, you need to learn how to do it badly. So if you haven't been busting the balls of your boys, I know that sounds wrong. But if you haven't been ball, if you haven't done ball busting before, you're going to need practice. So... If you say the wrong thing to your boy, just say, sorry, sorry, I'm trying out this thin, I'm trying out this thin, you okay, man? You fag. You know? <laughs> Get in your feelings, hurt. Boo-hoo. <laughs> is it because your tampon is too big? <laughs> I love doing that shit. I love doing that shit. And guys, if you if you have any, like, if you're dating anyone and you can talk shit to your girl like that, I swear, like... That will take your level of flirting with your woman to another level. Fuck being nice and attentive and sweet all the time, man. You got to learn how to tease your woman. Just fucking tease her. Make her feel small. You know what? That's like one of the best advice I've ever gotten when it comes to women. Just make them feel small. But at the same time, prop them up, encourage them to be their best, you know, Make them feel good and secure with your co- commitment, whatever it is. But at the same time, give them shit time to time. Tease them. If they have, if they do some weird thing, just fucking tease them. Give them shit. Stop being nice. Fuck nice. 
All right, so now I'm gonna go into my questions section. So I had a request from one of my listeners from WhatsApp. So he asked me, "She's a gold digger, but I'm broke. How do I get her? She's a gold digger, but I'm broke. How do I get her?" All right, so I actually know how to answer this one because,、uh, okay, that being said, I come from a Kind of well-off background, so I've never been broke per se, but I have been around guys who were broke and have constantly gotten laid all the time. And this is what you need to know about gold diggers. Okay, they they're not gold diggers necessarily because、uh, money turns them on. Money makes them happy. Money makes them impressed. But money doesn't get her wet. Money doesn't cause the wop, the weirdest pussy. You know what I mean? The money itself is not necessarily an aphrodisiac. All a gold digger is about is achieving a certain lifestyle. So what does that mean? A gold digger wants long-term commitment from a man with resources. Now, when you ask me, how do I get her? So if you're asking me how you secure a long-term relationship with her, and you're broke, you can't. Because by definition,、uh, she wants a long-term really a gold digger wants like a steady source of income, whether that be from sugar daddies or a rich husband. So if you're broke and you want to like wife that bitch, fuck her. You can't do it. You can't win that game unless you become rich. That being said, you need to remember girls have rules for guys that they want to settle down with in the long term, and they break those rules. All the time for the guys they fuck around with, they break those rules for the one night stand. That guy is usually a hot fucking stud, or he's maybe normally someone famous. But you know what? After being exposed to the real world, I find that that's not necessarily the case either. So this girl. Okay, might have these kind of standards. Oh, I like him to be tall.、Uh, I want him to be funny, sweet.、Uh, doesn't have much baggage. Good income, good education. Some of them have racial preferences, so they have these set of criteria, the usual checklist. But then one night they they're in a club. They feeling sexy. They just want to hoe it out, and they hook up with a short guy who doesn't have a degree, doesn't make any money. He's a fucking I don't know、uh, DJ at a club.、Oh, I'm not trying to shit on DJs, but you know someone who's not in the typical finance law or anything. They just hook up with this guy that doesn't match her checklist at all. Now, being a gold digger is is just the same as any checklist. The difference is the guy must be rich. So, you want a gold digger, but you're broke and you want to get her. The only way you can get her, my brother, is for the short term. Is for the PP touch. The touch PP is the choking her with your balls. And the way you do that is by learning game. Full stop. You know the fact that you don't have money doesn't mean that you can't fuck a gold digger. Yeah, you just need game. You need to know how to flirt. I've talked about it in previous episodes. Yeah, you also to some extent need to be lucky. If she's the kind of girl that gets turned on by abs or muscles, you know you gotta have abs or muscles. If you're the, if she's the kind of girl who gets turned on by the guy who knows everybody at the club, you gotta be that guy. And 
yeah, the mindset should never be, there's this girl that I want, how do I get her? Because when you do it like that, then you're not playing the game in an advantageous mode. You need to play the game like this. I am like this. Uh, these are my strengths. This is what I can do. How do I get girls that... How do I meet girls who might dig this kind of vibe? And you need to cycle through as many girls as you can. And maybe if you do this process, there might be a girl out there that happens to be a gold digger. They'll fuck your broke ass anyway because you got game, my brother. You got game. Now, how to talk about game is beyond the scope of this podcast episode. But brother, I hope that I've answered your question. Being broke will not necessarily hinder you from getting into the panties of that gold digging bitch all right the same person asked me another question if she speaks a different language can i still get her the answer is yes there are two ways okay one that i can speak from personal experience and one from uh, an anecdotal thing that i noticed before that, uh, I need to address this point of like get. What does get mean? Do you want her to be a girlfriend? Uh, probably not because if you speak a different language, um, it's just difficult. But in the short to medium term where you pee -pee touch one night or become pee -pee touch buddies, touch buddies, it's totally possible and there are two ways. One way is you can be fucking hot. So, you know, you have the nice body, the nice abs, and then there's no requirement for much language because the attraction is just very primal in nature. That is my personal experience. I've hooked up before with someone uh, who didn't speak very good English, but we just vibed on that physical level. So that happened. Now, what about the anecdotal way? What I've noticed is... Guys that can get laid with women who speak a different language are fucking famous. Yep. So the example I'm thinking about is Dan Bilzerian. I watched an episode where this guy was just having... he. There was a Russian girl in his party. He didn't have to say anything. He just fucking brought her to the sofa in a room, started removing her clothes. She didn't argue or fight. She was totally into it and they had sex. And he was just like, whoa, I couldn't believe I could do this. Now, if you have the kind of fame or if you can demonstrate some kind of fame, then it's more than, it's, it can be more than enough to get the WAP. But I'll be honest, other than these two ways, even with these two ways, it still can be quite difficult to hook up with a girl who speaks a different language. But from my observation and experience, the best ways to hook up with a woman who speaks a different language are... Either A, be hot, or B, be famous. And it helps if you are both. Okay, uh, I hope you guys found that interesting. If you have your own relationship dating questions, please feel free to email me. If you've liked the podcast so far, help me grow. Uh, just tell a friend by word of mouth. That's how I want to grow this podcast. None of that fancy social media stuff. I just want to grow organically. If you've liked this podcast, help me grow. Tell a friend about this. Tell a friend about this podcast. I would appreciate that so much. All right. Now on to ASEAN news. Today, I want to do Thailand. So let's just go ahead and type Thailand news into Google and see what pops up. News section. Oh, boy. Okay. That 
looks good. Okay, I'm just going to read this. From the Financial Times, published 10th December 2020. The title reads, Thailand to reopen to the outside world next year, minister says. ARCOM insists protests have limited effect on economy which will recover in 2021. So this guy is saying Thailand's going to open next year. You know what that means? Everybody can go to Krabi. Let me just read this shit. Thailand's economy should rebound from the shock dealt by the coronavirus pandemic and be ready to reopen to the outside world by the second half of 2021, the kingdom's finance minister told Financial Times. Oh, okay, it's his name. <clears throat> oh, boy. Arkham term Pitaya Paisith also acknowledged that six months of anti-government protests have affected Southeast Asia's second largest economy, but said the impact has been limited because most demonstrations did not drag on and were confined to specific areas in Bangkok. So according to this guy, the finance minister, the protests were quite limited, did not drag on. I wonder if that's true. I wonder if he's just lying. Optimistically, I think by the second half of next year, our economy should be recovered, Mr. Akom said. We project our growth about 4%, the same growth, the same rate of growth Thailand achieved in 2018. They're projecting 4%. That's quite optimistic. Thailand has been one of the ASEAN economies hit hardest by the economic fallout by COVID-19. Fuck yeah. Isn't like a huge chunk of their GDP from sex tourists. Let's Google that. How much of Thailand economy tourism? How many percent? 12.91% of Thailand's GDP, according to Statista.com. Hmm. Okay, not as much as I thought, but pretty goddamn big. Officials closed the country to most foreign travelers in March and have managed to bring local infections down to near zero. But the measures have devastated a tourism industry that generates about 18% of gross domestic product. Hey, Financial Times is giving me different numbers. God damn it, Statista.com. Get your shit together. Okay, Mr. Arkham said that the government which approved the record stimulus package in May to fight COVID-19 still had enough of those funds available to fight the fallout from the pandemic without having to allocate more money. Good for you, Thailand. Thailand seems to be very optimistic. I think that we have enough fiscal space for the relief of the economy and the rehabilitation of the economy, he said. His English is fantastic. He has he knows how to use words like fiscal and rehabilitation. <laughs> Am I being an asshole for saying that? All right, I'm not going to read the rest of that article. That has been today's episode 32. I love you guys so much for listening to me. You are allowing me to live quite an extraordinary life, just doing something I love doing. I'll... Tune in, uh, please tune in to the next episode tomorrow. I will talk to you soon. Bye bye. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said, certified freak, seven days a week. Wet ass pussy, make that put out game big. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring the bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, get a charge. Extra large and extra hot. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. Uncle Piggle. I don't know how to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Time to
Tamiya, like I'm surprised. Natural play, like a disguise. Another duck that lit Mac truck, ride his little garage. Make a scream. I don't cook, I'm clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Ooh.